Hello, hello, hello. And yes, it's a bit cold out there, but so far no snow. I was prepared to come in today uh, in four by so I could do the show and talk to all you guys and listen to you and such, answer your questions. And well, still waiting on the snow. Live radar shows us it's it's coming, but so be careful what you want. So being that it is coming in later, then that means it's going to last longer until tomorrow. Because they were hoping it was going to be gone by, what, six or so tomorrow morning or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so now it looks like a, tomorrow's... Re- <laughs> tomorrow. just, just, be care- just be careful if you need to leave your house. Yeah, you're, you're getting out real yeah. early tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. To work. <laughs> yeah. Surprise! <laughs> yeah. I think I'll be at the school when it opens there tomorrow. You go. I know it. I just... Oh. That's, yeah. Uh, this is one time when I wish I am so glad that I just walk out my front door. <laughs> and you're at work. Yeah. And, yeah, and, I, and, and uh, walk about yeah. 300, 200 feet. And then there I am. Yeah. <laughs> but the only bad thing is when you get all this snow like this is that, you know, we got all these big barn doors that have to be shoveled out. Right. Yeah. And then they're saying the wind's going to kick up. So then it drifts. Oh, and yeah. And it's either drifts. It, 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 what happens either I have two big doors you know, two big sets of doors that has got a lot of snow in front of it. Yeah. Or I have one set of uh, doors, big doors that have the way the winds go. Cause oh, either, yeah. You know, you know, yeah, it's just, uh But anyway, it is what it is. So bad. Now, it's supposed to be light, you know, a light snow anyway. So that's nice. I hate that heavy stuff to drive a shovel. That drives you nuts. But oh, the yeah. Shovel, the, you know, the light stuff is pretty cool. And we have a, we've had a doggone good winter. So, you know, I am not, yeah, it's going to be cool. Yeah. Older than, well, whatever. Polar this week, vortex coming. You got it. But yeah. it'll be a long time. But you know what? We've had a really good, you know. So far, every, it's been ba- it has not been bad. So every day yeah. that was above the average was right. a one day closer to spring. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we have, you know, if we could just get through this week, we are going to find. I was supposed to start class on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And I called everybody and said, yeah, we're going to wait another week. <laughs> Let's just take need, this week off. <laughs> yeah, I don't need anybody trying to drive, you know, to when it's, and it never fails that things break when it's that yeah. cold. And I don't need somebody sitting in the car with their dog or their pup, you know, trying to make it to, trying to, to get school to you. and yep. stuff like that. Yep. And plus, you know, the school, things just don't heat houses and stuff like that. Don't heat the way they're supposed to. Right. It's just, yeah. you just can't get them, you know, warm enough. So, so anyway, so this week, yeah. So all classes are starting next week. So, and I call everybody, I just got to call my Wednesday morning classes and tell them that, well, we'll see you next week, not this week. So maybe they're listening. Set. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so when I when I when I call them, they're gonna go. Yeah, heard it on the show. Great. Yeah, there we go. Okay, then also coming up now this coming Saturday or next Saturday, the February second, uh, the Doggy Depot down there at the Union Depot downtown St. Paul. Remember, we're gonna be crowning the the King and Queen of Snows of the dog world. So please come on down from ten to two. I'm gonna be doing two cute question and answers. Uh, remember, if you have a shy dog or a dog that doesn't do well and overly Wow factors, leave them at home. And then you folks leave all the retractable leashes at home and just use like a four foot line so your dog stays close to you. It is really overwhelming for most dogs, right? So only if you got an, you know, an easy going dog that accepts things well, then bring them. But it, but you come because it really is a fun time. And then, you know, sometimes it's funner to go without the kids because <laughs> then you don't have to worry about your kid and what somebody else is doing to your kid, you know, and another dog getting into the face and space of your dog. So Union Depot. 10 to 2 next Saturday. So stop on by. And then next Sunday is Super Bowl Sunday. And of course, the Patriots. <laughs> what a bummer. Yeah. Kansas City really should have 
been in there. Bad draft call. But yeah. anyway, it is what it is. So next week's going to be Super Bowl. So hopefully you'll tune in. Maybe you'll watch it, but then listen to me and then call in with your questions. <laughs> so, and then uh, this Sunday, we were going to have Dr. Jess. She's last Sunday of the month. Dr. Jessica Levy, holistic vet. But she has, um, she has a horse. It's not doing so well. And she wanted to be go out there and attend to the, to the horse. So hopefully maybe she'll make it next week. We'll see how it goes. All right. And so hopefully you are uh, got questions for me, so you can call them in, 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. Now with the ice and snow, that's, oh, you know, anytime you get ice, you know, everybody wants to use like the icers and, and ice melt and such like that. What I, you remember, we keep talking about chicken grit number two, chicken grit number two. You can either get, you know, um, it's, uh, uh, or you can get what's called traction grit, like at the local hardware stores. The chicken grit, you can get at feed mills, like a Hugo feed mill. But anyway, or up at Hool's Feed Meal in Forest Lake. But uh, so anyway, but now if you do put ice stuff on your sidewalk, this is what you do not want in it. Okay, you do not want, if you read on the label on the outside, it says sodium chloride, calcium chloride, or calcium salt. Do not put that out when you got kids and pets. Okay, do not. Sodium chloride, calcium chloride, and calcium salt. That is really, really bad if the dog get it between their toes and they lick it and such like that. And it can burn their paws also. So that's why you city folks that have got dogs where there's tons of salt around, boy, everything's white. You want to make sure that you get a good pair of dog booties, you know, and then, you know, you can go up to Four Perfect Pets in North St. Paul or Oakdale, whatever you want to call it. And Diane up there has got a selection like you wouldn't believe, number one. And then she knows how to fit them right. And that's the thing is to fit them right so that the dog is happy. Happy to have them on instead of like, get them off. Okay, because it really, really is important. And then those of you that do not live around salt, but you want to help your dogs with their paws. Okay, you can get Musher's Secret. And that it looks like a wax that you put on the bottom of the pads. Or you can get like a dog balm that you can put on the feet. And it's good because if you start washing their paws off a lot, you're going to take some of the moisture out of there. And just like our hands get dry if we if we wash our hands too much, their pads can get dry. So you want to add some balm or some secret, Musher's Secret on their pads to keep them from getting dry and cracking. And then we got a whole nother ball game. Okay? So it's really important during these cold weathers here. And, you know, you know, I'm sure you've all seen this. Paw freeze. They, they go out there. They take two steps. And all of a sudden, uh, one paw slowly starts coming up. And then and they're looking at you like, uh, this is not good. <laughs> so don't let your dog get out too far from you because you know what's going to happen. Even if your dog's potty area is farther out, you know, just let them potty at the bottom of the stairs or whatever type thing. Don't send them out when it gets this cold this week, all right? Find a newer place that's closer to the house that you're okay with. Because And then also, because remember when it's windy, um, snowy, cold, potty training goes backwards really quick. And so that's why what you want to start doing is taking them out more often. Every time you take them out, take them out once, maximum two minutes. If they want to say, and maybe some of them will only be out there for 30 seconds to say splash and come on in. That's fine. But then when they come in, don't let them loose in your house. Keep them on a leash. Wait another minute or two. Take them back out. See if they can take another top of their tank off. All right. Don't give your dog total freedom in the house right now unless you know for sure that they've gotten the piddle out and the doo-doo out first thing in the morning. Because, uh, like I said, they when it gets this cold, it's they're going to have setbacks. And also, there's a lot of dogs that do not like to be dressed up to go, you know, to go potty. They feel like, I can't go potty with all this on me. 
And so you might even want to hurry up to potty training. You know, I mean, you know, my little Ethel, my little three pounder. Now I just pick her up, put her at the bottom of the stairs. She pees, she turns around, I'm done. <laughs> and I pick her up and bring her back in. And so I just take her out more often. But like I said, sometimes it's just quicker to, instead of dressing them up, just quick, get them out there, get get that splash out, come back. So just be more mindful this week of taking them out more often. And I would not give them freedom in the house. All right. That's, that's huge because it's going to, they are going to go backwards when it, get, it hits a cold snap like this. You know, I dare any but any of you guys going out there dropping your drawers, <laughs> hanging your butt out and going potty when it's this cold, you know, and you want to be careful so that, you know, uh, things don't flash freeze. And that's why I don't have them out for any length of time. And as far as walking, um, maybe go out to the end of your driveway and come back. That's enough. Do mental stimulating games. Teach them tricks. Go on YouTube. Go on the, on the Internet. They've got tons of things that you can do and uh, with your dogs and mentally stimulate them so they're not driving you nuts and you're having a good time. All right. And some of the things are click and treat. Don't worry if you don't have a clicker. I don't click like clickers anyway. Just have the treat. You know, you can use anything. Use pieces of dog food. Use, uh, you know, pieces of canned chicken, whatever. Just use small pieces, though. You don't want to get fat dog. All right. Okay. We're going to, uh, let's see. The, uh, trivia, trivia. Okay. Well, I <laughs> guess not because she's answering the phones. So anyway, okay, but so yeah, when it's when it's cold like this, be very mindful. Uh, and then if you see a dog that's been outside for any length of time, I mean, you go get that dang dog. <laughs> you know, you bring it into your garage or whatever type of thing. Don't let any dog sit out in this, okay? And as long as they can get out of the elements, like into a dog house, you know, that's better than just sitting out in the plain old snow. And you know, your Huskies and your Newfoundlands and your St. Bernards, you know, they have got a massive coat and they can, they usually twirl into a ball and tuck their head in. And Usually they will be okay. You know, it's hell to see that because they'll turn into a frost mountain, but they'll be okay. Uh, but like I said, boy, I'll tell you, you got the shorter, like the, your, your your labs and your and your boxers and stuff like that. Boy, it doesn't take much for those guys to get cold, okay? Okay, you ready for this? The fingerprints of a koala bear are virtually what? The fingerprints of a koala bear is virtually what? We'll be right back. All righty then. Thanks for sharing your Sunday afternoon with me, Katie Keenan. I greatly appreciate it. All right. The fingerprints of a koala bear are virtually what? What do you think? Invisible. Nah. <laughs> I don't know. Could happen. Okay. You're regular. Ready, yeah. You ready for this? I did not know this. Indistinguishable from those of humans. So oh. much so that they could be confused at a crime scene. So basically you're saying the if you ever commit a crime, have a koala. koala. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Got it. Good. Isn't that something? That's I guess crazy. I've never really looked looked at their the underside. You know what I mean? What But like, I would think that because you always see like the top, I would right. think that their claws though may get in the way. Yeah, so I like don't know. I don't know. That's Isn't crazy. That though? That's yeah, crazy. Virtually indistinct yeah, okay, that's unbelievable. Indistinctable. Yes, thank you very much. There you go. Don't ask me to spell <laughs> I will be in trouble. <laughs> no, it's all good. But anyway, say you just heard the uh, the ad for Northwestern Wisconsin Veterinary Clinic in Amory, Wisconsin, Dr. Jill and Dr. Jeff. And those guys are awesome. And then if you mention Katie Canine, you get $10 off your visit. And, uh, you, you know, it really does pay sometimes to go outside of the Twin City area. You'll be amazed at how lower the prices are. So give them a holler up there. You can get their information by going to mytalk1071.com and then put in spay neuter. Or just go to my Katie Canine page. There's a link there, too. And there, as at my Katie Canine page, there's a link for my Facebook, which I post a lot of cool stuff on. My website, if you want to find out what's going on at Katie's Canine. So anyway, so 
So there we at. Let's head to the phone lines. Sounds good. We're going to talk to Lauren. And Lauren has a question about her dog's um, skin under its belly is getting darker. All right. Hi, Lauren. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. What kind of pupper? Uh, she's a lab mix. She's seven years old. Okay. Um, and we've noticed that the underside of her belly closer to her hind legs is getting darker. Yep. Gray, more grayish. Um, almost black. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the area, um, her under her tail, I'll just say that, okay. uh, that area is also getting darker as well. So we're just wondering if it's something we can treat topically or with her diet or if it's just a seasonal Yeah, thing. such an observant mom. I'm impressed. Uh, yes. No, it has to do with food is what it does. And okay. so the, the dog is on the virtual, uh, ver on the edge of really having allergen problems okay oh, so you really okay. need what to do is to start anytime your dog's stomach starts either turning you know a different color of uh compared to the traditional pink you know what i mean it gets uh-huh. darker than usually they start turning a light gray and then start going to the blackish okay and so okay. then what you got to do is now what are you feeding right now um it's a dry dog food yep okay um we've changed different flavors and kind of uh protein Mm-hmm. That's in it. We vary it that way, but we've had pretty good luck and she likes it. But if we need to switch to mm-hmm. a wet food or something else, we're happy to do that if it would help clear up her skin. Okay, yeah, because it just, you know, there's all the dog foods now are getting brought up, bought up by the major corporations. You know, Purina just bought out our, our can, our, uh, Arcadia. You know, okay. which, uh, but anyway, and so the thing is, is that uh, the pet industry is up for sale. And so that's why you got to pay attention to who makes your dog food. It, that's that's huge. All right. And so the thing is, is that what I would strongly suggest is that you would try the Nutrisource line. Okay. Okay. And then start out with now don't no dog needs to be fed a grain free total diet unless they truly have allergens. All right. And so okay. I do, like with mine, I would do, a, a, you know, like let's say a, a, one of the new two sources, beef and rice. And then I do maybe their turkey and grain free. And then, but I buy smaller bags so I can rotate through faster. All right. Now, okay. how, is this the only dog you have? No, we have a, a puppy that's about a year old. Okay. And then, uh, now your puppy and your, this dog can eat the same food. All right. And so, you know. Oh, we, okay. You know. We've been still feeding we, we've done separate foods just because he's a lot smaller and so we didn't want to give them the same caloric amount i think oh, our no, no, no. you just feed less you feed the same thing but you feed less you don't okay. need, yeah you don't need both dogs to be in the same like let's say you try the nutrisource beef and rice okay you're going to rotate it in you know take a quarter of the new to three quarters of the old for two three days then a 50 okay. 50 for two three days and then uh, uh then you know what i mean all the way until you're all the way into the new product then when you start getting low on that what are you going to feed next and then rotate that in once you rotate it in and they've had it the next time it comes into uh rotation you just open the bag and feed it out now okay. you want only you only want to buy the size bag that you can feed out without within two weeks no longer three weeks you're pushing it two weeks is best all right okay okay, okay. and then you don't store it don't pour it into a a plastic bin you want to set the bag in the plastic bin because porous is plastic. And you know how the dog food is shiny? Mm-hmm. That's fat on there. So when you dump the thing into the plastic bin, then what happens is those pores open and then grab the fat and then makes it go rancid. And then next time that you throw a bag of dog food in there, those pores open and now we're making the dog food go rancid quicker. And you're not knowingly, unknowingly feeding your dog bad dog food. All right. Oh, so that's, that, I mean, I, I didn't know that. And that's what we've been doing is we have 
two containers for the two dog foods. And- yep. No, I know. And most people don't realize that. And what you want to equate it to, everybody knows that Tupperware bowl with the, with the spaghetti stain at the top that you scrub and you cannot get out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That Picture that what happens into the bin of your dog food. Okay. okay. So what yeah. happens, you can scrub it and scrub it. I tell people, take, you know, when you're done with whatever you're in, scrub it up really good. You know, put the top on, put it aside. Two weeks later, come and open it. It's going to smell like somebody died in there. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's no way that you can clean it good enough, you know, to make that rancidity get out of there. So okay. that's why you might want to start with a new bin where you just set the bag in there and do not pour the food in. Now, also, okay. too, I never feed my dry my food dry. Okay, you got to look at it from the, the, this point of view. Okay, whereas that's like eating a box of saltine crackers, and then the dog comes over here and drinks a buttload of water, and that all hits the stomach. And now that food, because dogs don't chew their food, they slam it, right? Yeah. And yeah. so the whole thing is, is that now that that uh, dog food is like rehydrating in their stomach, all right? And their stomach has uh-huh. to work twice as hard to get the goods and goodness out of it. If you start rehydrating it for him, you're going to, I see your dog's going to be a little bit healthy, a lot healthier. Whereas let's say you put what you're going to feed in a bowl, you put, uh, put hot tap water on it, hot tap water, until everything floats nicely. Put it aside. Wait till all the water's gone in the bowl and then fluff the uh, food with a fork. Then f- feel the food and if, it, if, if it's all soft, great. Fluff it, put your supplements in, now feed it. Now your dog, okay. you rehydrated it for the dog. It's easier on their gut system. And then also what happens is that all that crap is not sitting in the gut. You're going to feed less because now they can absorb more. All right. And it is okay. more time consuming. Now, if you feed a non-grain free, it takes about 30 minutes to rehydrate. If you feed a grain free, it takes over an hour. And some people, if they don't have time, I tell them to make dinner with breakfast and breakfast at dinner. And all you do is just cover it, you know, like, you know, with saran wrap or whatever, and put it somewhere where the dog can't get it. Don't put it in the refrigerator. Okay. 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 But anyway, but so by rehydrating, that's going to be he- healthier for your dog also. Do you know what the base of the food is that you're feeding now? Um, I can't remember off the top of my head, but we, it's the wellness brand, if that means anything to you. Okay. And see, like I say, Um, every company makes, you know, different and different quality products and such like that. So usually when this is happening, then I, you know, when the the stomach is turning the color, then I get off whatever brand you're feeding. Okay. And try something else. And then vary it up. Have at least three different proteins. Stay away from chicken for a while because a lot okay. of dogs are getting chicken allergies. And so you could try the beef. You could try the lamb. You can try, you know, the turkey. You could try the duck, you know, whatever. But uh, but the whole thing is is to, like, have at least three that you rotate with. And then you could add supplements. Sometimes, too, as the dogs age, just like with us, they need maybe some probiotic and digestive enzymes to get their gut system really going so they can process mm-hmm. everything better. So that's a, a, a possibility that I would do for right now, like for at least the next uh, maybe eight weeks, have them both. Your pup can really benefit from this too, the probiotics okay. and the digestive enzyme. And then also too, you know, when the furnace goes on to when the furnace goes off, our skin gets dry and so does the dogs. So you want to make sure you get some fish oils or some plankton in there for their omega-3s and 6s, okay? Okay. And so all by the, by changing the diet is what, something's going on inside. Now also too, you got to look at your treats. What treats do you give? Don't give any greenies. Greenies are the dog's biggest enemy. And the reason is it's all starch and it coats the dog's stomach. So like nothing can really be absorbed. And I've seen dogs that have pooped where this slime is coated over their doo-doos. And that's that starch that's in their system. 
So you want to stay away from, you know, stuff like that. Use veggies, all kinds. Try to stay away okay. from anything that's cured, you know, whether it's esophaguses, feet, uh, pizzles, things like that. All that stuff affects the gut system and can send it into a tither. Okay. Okay. So just think okay. more natural ways of doing things and, the, you know, like cauliflower, green beans, green peas, carrots, you know, especially with the pup there, um, you know, get a big honking carrot and, let, and put them in the can and let them chew on that carrot for a while. You know, okay. so, and so just do things like that. But I would definitely rotate out of what you've got right now because there might be something in there that, that you're, is not doing well. And then, like I say, stay away from chicken for, for at least six months. And then if you want to try rotating it in a little bit, I only give my dogs chicken twice a year because, like I said, all puppy food is all chicken. Same with cats. Everything has got chicken. And so they start getting a chicken allergen. All right. Okay. Okay. Wonderful. And Thank you. you That's bet. so helpful. You got, babe. If you got any other questions, just give me a holler at Katie's Kind Air. Email me, okay? Okay, sounds good. Have Thank a great you. day. Bye bye. You too. Bye bye. All righty then. Okay, who's up? All right, we have Lindsay, and Lindsay has a question about her dog's behavior. All right, hi, Lindsay. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good, good. good. Stay warm as much as you can. Getting ready for the yeah. snow. <laughs> trying to, trying to as much, but yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm not a firm believer that there's going to be as much snow. Oh, but no. I know. <laughs> we, we live in Minnesota. When they say two, yeah. we get 12, and when we say 12, we get two. So, I mean, you exactly. know, it's, yeah, we don't, you just, you just look out the window, it ain't snowing yet, so move on. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's yeah. up? So, um, I've had my dog, um, Zoe, since July. Um, she's two, she's a lab. Dalmatian. Um, she's the sweetest thing, but whenever I have guests over to my house, she will not leave them alone. Um, no matter what I do, I mean, I usually try and distract her with some sort of a bone, but the minute she's done with her bone, I mean, she's, she chews it up just, you know, right away. And the minute she's done with anything that she's doing, she's right back on that person. She's not, you know, being aggressive towards them. Right. She just is jumping on them and um, just wanting a, a, as much attention as possible. And I'll say no and get down. And she just does not listen to me at all. Right. And then everybody else thinks you're always yelling at the dog. <laughs> exactly. And, every, you know, I'll have friends be like, oh, don't worry about it. And she's fine. And she's so sweet. But. It bothers me. I don't oh, want yeah. her to be. No, 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 no. We can we can work on this. I got we gotta run the break and so we hang on and we'll answer this when we get back, okay? Okay. Okay. Okay, the placement of a donkey's eyes in his head enables them to do what? A placement of a donkey's eyes in their head, obviously, enables them to do what? Be back. righty then. You must be listening to the Katie K nine show. That is ours. That is our song. All right. The placement of a donkey's eyes in his head enables them to do what? See behind them? Nope. See all four feet at the same time. Oh. And that's something. Okay. Same almost not yet. All four feet at all times. Shouldn't they be looking at what's in front of them? Well, the thing is, is that if you notice that they use donkeys as more as pack animals and such like that. Yeah. You know, like they go on those little yeah. thin trails and stuff like that. Yeah. And so they're more sure, sure-footed than a horse would be. Oh. And so that they're less likely to... Go, you know, have a problem. Go overboard? Yes. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Okay. So, that makes yeah, more sense. Yep, but it's pretty ah. cool. But then the point of, of where everything comes before them, yeah. okay, is farther out. A horse, I think it's two feet or three feet from the end of their nose out front where everything comes together. Yeah. Otherwise, you're seeing okay. two movies at the same time. Right. So. Okay. Okay. Let's go talk to Lindsay. We got a dog to take care of, of Jumping on all the company before people don't want to come over to her house anymore. <laughs> Hi, Lindsay. How you doing? Oh, good. Thanks. All right. 
So now is this the only dog you have? This is the only dog I have, yes. Okay. So what you're going to do is prior to people coming over, you've got some homework to do. First of all, what you're okay. going to do is you are going to uh, take a nylon leash, hook it onto the okay. just a plain collar, take the bulk of the leash and put it on a, a chair and sit down on the bulk of the leash. Don't okay. look at the dog. Don't touch them. Don't do anything. What you want to teach this dog to do is how to calm themselves down by themselves. Okay. okay. So what you're going to do is uh, as you're sitting on the leash, if the dog tries to stand up and put his paws on you or, you know, uh, you know, come up into your face in space, cross your arms in front of you, turn your head to the right or the left and give him a side pro. Profile. A side profile to a dog is a calming signal, okay? And then what you're okay. going to do is your arms that are crossed in front of you, you know, the dog's paws are on your knees right now. So what you do is don't look at them. Keep that head to the side, okay? You're going to bump them with your folded arms that are in front of you and just go, hey, just like that. Okay, but don't okay. look at them. Keep your head turned. If he tries to do it again, you cross your arms, bump them again. Hey. All right. And what we're after is that no matter what he does to you, you do not reciprocate. Dogs always want our attention. You look at me, look at me, look at me now. <laughs> okay. So what we're trying to do is get him to that. When you sit on the leash and ignore him, that he gets, oh, it's that thing again. And eventually he gets so bored that he'll lay down and just hang out. He won't keep poking at you. All right. Okay. okay so now. You're going to practice that for a, you got a minute, sit on the leash, ignore the dog. Got five minutes, sit on the leash, ignore the dog. Do emails, talk on the phone, whatever. But don't give him any eye contact and don't tell him to do anything. Remember, it's called the invisible dog for a reason. If you don't have a dog, how can you tell him or you make him do something, right? You just, just all the, you just want him to just be so bored that he's going to calm himself down. Okay. Now here, now you got somebody that's going to be coming over to the house. Now you're going to, is there anybody else in the house with you? Nope, it's just me and her. Okay. So if you could maybe enable, or you get, grab a neighbor or something like that and say, you know what, we're going to practice answering the door. Can you come over and either knock or uh, do the doorbell, okay? And so now okay. you're going to be facing east and west. you got the dog on a leash, okay? Mm-hmm. And you're going to be facing east and west if your company's coming in north and south. They are never to walk into you. They are to walk past you. Okay, and so okay. now what's going to happen as they you say you say come on once you see who it is okay you got the dog on the leash now if your dog responds well like if you give it a pop or a snap and you know you want the dog their goal is the dog will sit next to you on a loose lead and just watch people as they pass you. All right. Okay. You tell everybody, don't look at the dog, don't touch the dog, don't do anything with that dog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So then what's going to happen? And let's say, you know, you, you know, it's trying to jump out at the company. Then what you're going to do is take and stand on the leash with both feet, maybe about uh, eight inches, 10 inches from the hook. So if your mm-hmm. dog jumps forward, he corrects himself, but does not come in contact with the people that just came in. All right. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then now everybody's in. Let's say you told them to go sit in the uh, in the living room or the kitchen. Okay. Then you close the door and then you come in and then now you put the leash on a chair, you know, and sit on it where you can still be a part of the conversation, but the dog can't get to anybody. All right. Mm-hmm. And so it's usually the first 15, 20 minutes when somebody's over to the house that the dog is, you know, hey, hi, hi, hi. Okay, you're yeah. going to control that. So you're going to sit on the leash and ignore the dog. And now he's getting used to the smells of the company that just came over and their sounds, okay? Mm-hmm. And what you're after is that he's going to eventually lay down and finally go, well, isn't this a buttload of fun? But what he's mm-hmm. doing now is he's focusing. He's holding a thought. He's learning, all right? These people mm-hmm. are not here to see him. They are here to see you, all right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so once he finally lays down, you know, and maybe another couple minutes, five minutes or whatever type thing, don't say anything. Just get off the leash. Don't unhook it. Just get off the leash and let him mm-hmm. figure out he's free. 
Okay? okay. Now, if he goes up politely and says hi to somebody, okay, that's fine. But if he goes up and tries to wear them, grab the leash, okay, then make them sit, and then now have that mm-hmm. person say, you know, now that person can pet him. But if he tries to jump at him, give him that leash, uh, you know, correction, wrong. Okay, sit. Mm-hmm. Okay, or stand on the leash so he can't jump on him. Okay? Mm-hmm. And so that's how you're going to handle the situation until finally that he, you know, everybody, let's say people have been over for an hour. Now drop, you know, let, let the leash go. Don't take the leash off. Okay, so now you okay. got, so if he starts to bug somebody, you can pick up their leash. Hey, leave it. Okay, or you can mm-hmm. bring him back and sit on the leash or whatever. So you are in control. So the dog will learn that to start listening to you, you know, where, ah, 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 be nice. Come here, come here. All right. Mm-hmm. So then pretty soon he's not going to be as nosy and, you know, on your company. All right. And you tell everybody, you know, don't in don't do baby talk to the dog. Like, oh, are you so cute? And get into the dog's face and space <laughs> because that's creating the problem. OK, so that, yeah. you, you know, so then you say, hey, I'm trying to have a well-mannered dog here right now. You know, if he wants to come over and sit by you and then you can pet him all you want, but he cannot wear you. You got to help me here. You know, and okay. if you can't do what I tell you, then you don't get a chance to touch the dog. The dog is going to be with me. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. so they've got to learn to listen to your rules and you're going to abide by your rules. No baby mm-hmm. talk and such like that. That gets the dog up and going. Do you use mm-hmm. any kind of training collar with them at all? Um, no, I don't. Okay, how many pounds is your dog? She is probably like 42. 42 pounds? Okay. Yeah. Okay, there's a uh, collar out there. It's called a Star Mark collar. Star uh-huh. Mark. You can get it online. Okay, it's a plastic okay. collar. It's got little pyramids on the inside. So when the dog goes ahead, you pop it, you know, give it a snap, and it pokes okay. the dog. And the dog's like, whoa, where'd that come from? Okay. Uh-huh. And so yeah. now the dog will start listening to you, okay? Harnesses okay. restrain. They don't train. And so dogs learn by a reaction. They do this, this happens, they do that, that happens, right? Okay. So what you okay. want to do is that if the dog is going to blow through, like, their buckle collar, and just where you feel like you're restraining the dog, the dog isn't learning anything. So you're just learning mm-hmm. to restrain better is what you're doing. So I would try right. the star mark collar with this that poundage of a dog and just, like I say, give it a pop and then release it. You want it so that it nicely slides on and slides off, all right, so okay. that when the dog is listening, there is no collar pressure. And it's only mm-hmm. on when the leash is on and you're attached to that leash. It's a training collar. When you're done training, okay. the collar comes off and the buckle collar goes on. Otherwise, that collar is on all by itself, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyways, and then obviously going through an obedience class, Katie's canine is very nice. But anyway. Yes, no, I actually, I haven't, we haven't been yet. I mean, I got her in July. She's two years old. Okay. Um, I had a 13-year-old Shih Tzu before her that was seven pounds. So, yeah, I have been having a little trouble training. So okay. I will okay. absolutely Yeah, because that. I would, but that star mark, S-T-A-R mark, or you can get it, yep. like I say, online. And then um, what area do you live in? I live in South Minneapolis. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't know down there. I don't think I don't know of a store that carries it down there because I don't know why more stores don't carry it. That drives me nuts. But anyway, mm-hmm. but I think you'll see, like, when you go for walks, what happens? She pulls. She definitely pulls. I have her on a, a harness. Okay, yeah. So what you want to I mean, do, remember, uh, harnesses restrain, don't train. So if you get this collar, like I said, you want her to walk nicely and, and with a loosely, you know, at your side. And I do mm-hmm. have a new class. It's called Let's Walk Nicely. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I'm going to be putting out some more classes as we get, get a couple weeks out from here. So you might want to, whereas all it is, all we do is just work on getting the dog to walk nicely on the leash. So so keep okay. an eye on my website, okay? okay? But good luck. Yeah, absolutely. Give that a try. But you, what you got to do is uh, establish your rules, abide by them. And instead of you constantly yelling at the dog, you know, you know just have him on the leash. And if you have that training collar, that's even go is even going to go smoother for you. Okay? Okay, great. Okay. Thank you so much. You bet. Take care. Have a great day.
Yep, you too. Bye-bye. Stay between the snowflakes. They haven't started falling yet, but stay between the snowflakes. I'm watching the radar. It's getting closer. It's up by North Branch now. I was going to say, it kind of looks Elk like it, it's not going to start for a while yet. A while, like yeah. maybe an hour or so. Oh, yeah, yeah. so on the way home, it probably will start. Yeah, it's like flakes. right as we leave. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You know, it, it beats, the, you know, going through, you know, back home and, you know, five inches of snow. So I'll right. take it. I'll right. take it when right. we can get yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. Okay, who's up next? Um, let's do some trivia. Oh, let's do trivia. Yeah. All right, okay. How, you know, ostriches, have you ever seen an ostrich egg? I've seen maybe a replica of it. Okay. I think. So you yeah. know how big they are. They're, they're, giant. they're giant. Yeah. How long do you think it would take to cook one of them? Okay. Well, in the shell. Okay. Are you asking me right now or is that no, the question? No, that's okay. going to be the question. That's the question. Okay. okay. To hard boiled an ostrich egg, how long will it take? We'll be back. Alrighty then. Thanks for listening to the Katie K9 Show. Go to mytalk1071.com. Go to the Katie K9 Show page. Listen to the podcast of uh, this show. If you hear something and you didn't catch it, you can always listen to the past shows and podcast. Get wherever you, whether you get it through FM 107 or whatever. But everything's on podcast, every show. So check yes. it all out. And then also you can get my website and uh, Facebook. Get on the Katie K9 Facebook through the mytalk1071.com. All right. And then if you've got any questions, folks, give a holler. 651-641-1071. Okay. How long do you think it takes to hard boil ostrich egg? Um, two hours. Nope. 40 minutes. Oh. 40 minutes. Wow. I'm sure there's big and small in all ostriches. You know, yeah, some might yeah, take two yeah, hours. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. But that on the average, yeah, that egg just looks way too big yeah. for it to take 40, 40 minutes. 40 minutes to, to hard boil an egg. You huh. know? So an ostrich egg. Yeah. Wonder okay. how many people you could serve with that thing. I have no idea. Um, I used to have geese that I used to cook the goose eggs, you know? Yeah. And it takes a lot because the yolks are really big. So if yeah. you make it scrambled eggs, it was great because you just only needed like, just like, you know, three yeah. goose eggs to fill the, you know, whole, whole bunch, yeah. of, a bunch of people. But otherwise, if you tried to fry it like a regular egg, you were waiting and waiting and waiting for that yolk to get done. To get, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, huh, interesting. So, yeah, so it's pretty cool. That's crazy. Uh, Will, my husband's played a joke on one of the neighbors. He was so proud of his egg or his uh, chickens that they were laying, you know, they started laying yeah. and they were laying good-sized yeah, yeah, yeah. eggs and stuff like that. So he took one of my geese eggs and went oh, yeah. to the chicken, uh, uh, this friend of ours, chicken house at night and put the goose egg underneath one of his chickens. Oh, no. Okay, so anyway, so then when he came out, you know, to do yeah. chores and that, here's his goose egg in there. And so Will was just waiting for him to say, you know, something. Oh my gosh. A couple of days yeah. go by, nothing was said, nothing was said. Yeah. And so then through the grave frame, I heard that uh, Vern was saying, I know it was Wilford. I just know it was that Wilford. He put that <laughs> thing in my, you know, but he wouldn't confront Will oh, with it. Oh, yeah. Because you know, yeah, nobody yeah. wants Will to get the upper hand. You yeah. Because he's a good practical joker. Yeah. So anyway, it's funny. That's funny. Yeah. But anyway, hey, so if you got a question, there's open line 651-641-1071. Who's up? We're going to talk to Emily, and Emily has a question about dog food. All right. There's a baby book. There you go. Oh, baby book, too. We got baby yeah, books baby and dog book food. Yeah. No. Oh, hi. Sorry. Hi, Emily. How you doing? With my kid. I'm good. Okay. What can I do um, for so you? My question, well, my question regards, um, you were talking earlier about if you give your dog, um, like, nibbles or, or kibble food, yep. that you should, um, to get the nutrients out of it, you can wet it down. Correct. Okay, so if it's wet down, though, um, tell me about that pro- or clarify that process. You said something about it, it takes a couple, um, like 30 minutes or an hour 
Right. Okay. Not to put it in the fridge. Correct. If you, uh, what you do is that whatever you're going to feed your dog, you put it in a bowl, right? Okay. Let's say yeah. it's a cup of dog food. Okay. Then what you do is you put hot tap water on because it rehydrates the food faster until it okay. all floats nicely and then put it aside. Okay. Wait for all the water to be gone and absorbed into the food. All right. And then fluff it with a fork and then feel the kibble. Is it, is it fairly soft all the way to the center of the food? Okay. Okay. If it is, great. Then put your supplements in and now feed it. All right. Okay. But you, and then you said like, what, what if you don't have time? Like, okay, then what you can just do is, you know, make breakfast at dinner and dinner at breakfast. Okay. Yep. But then you're going to cover it like with saran wrap or, or you use a Pyrex with a, you know, a, a cover on it. And then yep. make sure you put it somewhere so the dog can't get it, the cat can't get it, but don't put it in the refrigerator. So you're going to have and it. And why not in the fridge? And the reason, because you never, ever feed any animal, dog, cat, or anything, anything cold. Everything has oh, okay. to be at room temperature. Okay. Got it. And then okay. that's why. And so, but that, like I said, then- the uh, non grain free rehydrates usually within 30 minutes, and the grain free usually takes about an hour. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Okay. And then you were saying something uh, as well about obviously not putting it in. Um, Tupperware uh, canisters, like okay. leaving it in the actual bag it comes in. Correct. But then does that translate to what they're actually eating in? Like we have our dog eating out of a, a puzzle maze bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, but I find that it gets kind of yucky. Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. so is, it does, do the bowls go rancid too? Yes, they do. And that's why you shouldn't okay. feed your dog in plastic. It should be either glass is yep, preferable and or uh, a good ceramic, okay? okay? And then stainless there there's so many different qualities of stainless. Yeah. And so I'd rather do glass and I'd rather do the ceramic bowls is what I'd rather Interesting. do. Because poor like to say everything is plastic and plastic is porous and it absorbs yep. fat. Okay, and so then, like I said, yep. you just can't clean it, you know. But now, if you've got a gulper, and that's why you're feeding it with the puzzle, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay, right. And so now, what's going to happen is that you're going to slow him down because you're rehydrating the food, and now got he's, it. and so now he's. At first, when you first give it to him, he's going to be like, "What the sand bananas is this?" Yeah, okay, totally. but you're, you're going to notice him not woof woof but also too it doesn't make any difference because you've already rehydrated it and so now he doesn't have to go and drink a buttload of water to compensate for all that dry matter all right and so that's yeah and so but people don't think because dogs weren't meant to eat dry food okay and that just came from you know in the uh you know way back in 1947 where they invented you know dry dog food for uh 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 so you don't have to, you can quickly feed the dog for convenience. There's yep. a word. <laughs> but anyway, uh-huh. and so the thing is, is so that's why, like I say, rehydrate, especially if you have muscle dogs, deep chested dogs, because they're more prone to bloat. You know what bloat is? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And, and see, if you, as long as you rehydrate it, they found that, you know, with the dogs that are prone to bloat, they said, okay, elevate the water dishes and the, and the food dishes. Well, they found through the years that, that ain't, that's worthless. But what the problem is, is feeding the dry food dry. That's the problem. So that it doesn't okay. set in their stomach and swell up in their stomach. You know, yeah. where you got the weight of all the food, you got the weight of all the water, and it's rehydrating and stuff like that in their, in their gut. Because no dog yeah. that I know of, you know, eats eats their food. They slime it. <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay. And exactly. so that's why it can, your dog can be healthier by re- helping them to rehydrate it for them and then add your supplements accordingly. Okay? This is fascinating. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You're more than welcome. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You too. Bye now. All right. Okay. Next. There you All go. Right. Sorry about yeah. that. <laughs> no, that's okay. I was like, ah, okay. All right. So we're going to talk to Kate. Okay. 
And she has a question about her dog that is eating its own poo. All right. Yep. That's a very common problem, especially yes. puppies right now this time of year. Because it's frozen poopsicles. Oh. And it's like, well, what is this? I'm bored and there's nothing yes. else going on. <laughs> so yummy, so yummy. Let's play with this. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> hey, Kate, how you doing? Good. good I good. have a five-month-old beagle. Okay. And she, we got her when she was about eight weeks. And she has eaten her poop. And she, I mean, she goes and she turns around and she wants to eat it. Which yep. She doesn't even wait for the poop skull. Okay. And so we've tried um, meat tenderizer, yeah, yeah. a little bit of meat tenderizer mm-hmm. in her food. We've tried... Um, the cocrophagia, or I forget yeah, what it's called I exactly, the little, you know, like mm-hmm. little tablet things mm-hmm. that we give mm-hmm. her once a day, but... They don't work. Right. And so right now, we just have to go out in the bitter cold and clean it up immediately okay. with her. First of all, what food are you feeding? We give her Nutrisource puppy, the chicken and rice, I think The it is. small breed? Right, yeah. Yeah, okay, let's get her off of that, okay? Oh, okay. Try going to, like, maybe their beef and rice or their lamb and rice. Okay. Okay. And then... Um, uh, because usually why they become poop eaters too, well, boredom is number one, but usually the food, is, it makes a huge difference, okay? Okay. And so then also too, because uh, she's five months, I would put her on some probiotics and some digestive enzymes. Okay. Because of, from the stress of leaving them, uh, you know, first being weaned, eating, you know, dog food, then leaving the mom and the litter mates, then being vaccinated, then being dewormed, then, you know what I mean? All this stress can play havoc on their stomach. And usually when they're eating poop, what they're looking for is something they're missing in their gut all right mm-hmm. you know some dogs that are missing some minerals will lick, lick rusty fences all right mm-hmm. some dogs will eat lick rocks and so that's why to me it's i think it's a double-edged sword here's what you got i, I think that by being on the, the food because that small puppy that the nutrisources is really high in fat and so mm-hmm. it really makes it good the second time around oh <laughs> and so that's why i would get off that that's good for starting puppies on that they're small medium but it's for a it, i tell everybody don't feed that feed the uh, large breed puppy formula or just a regular adult formula is just fine but anyway you know, it's, yeah it's, yeah because you don't need you don't need puppy food anymore all right oh, okay just go to just your beef and rice or lamb and rice but stay away from chicken for a little while you okay. know and so then um and like i said just rotate it in take your time the doo-doos will tell you you know if they start getting a little bit you know sl- you know sloppy then you're rotating too fast slow down okay. a little bit okay okay but i think once you get over to the the beef and rice and or the lamb and rice i really think that you'll probably she'll probably start leaving it alone but i would still add the uh the pro- probiotics and the digestive enzymes for a couple months because okay. the system could really use that okay Okay, and how much should we adjust and how much we give her? If Just look on us as we say, you know, and we got to remember all dog foods, all dog foods. They want you to feed more than what is needed yeah. because they want you to go through it. So rule of thumb in me, if they tell me to feed two cups all day, I'm starting with a cup and a half all day. Okay. Okay, and then I'm, every week, every Sunday when I get home from the radio show, I feel, <laughs> excuse me. I feel my dogs, you know, where I make them stand in front of me and then mm-hmm. I rub my hands on the ribs, you know, like right behind the shoulders all the way to their waistline. Mm-hmm. And so, and just, just, just gently. And I want to be able to feel the casing of the ribs. I don't want gaps, but I want to mm-hmm. be able to feel the front rib to the back rib. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then let's say, um, okay, I bumped, I started out and I'm at a cup and a half, you know, all day. Okay. Next Sunday comes, I feel it like, oh, that was, feels good. Then the next Sunday comes like, whoa, you feel a little pudgy here. So now mm-hmm. I'm going to back down a little bit even more. All right. Okay. So if you gauge your dog's um, weight once a week, you can stay on top of them getting over fat. Okay? okay. And so that's why you don't want to feel that you want to always feel the casing from the front rib to the back rib where the waist is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Without pushing. 
all right? Okay. And then, like I say, you don't want to feel gaps, but you want to feel the casing. And okay. so then, like I say, but if it, they feel like they're getting a little pudgy, then bump back. If they feel like they're a little, like you're running around a lot, mm-hmm. you know, then they were using more calories, then bump up. Because okay. if, as, if you do it weekly, you're going to stay on top of the situation. Okay. 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 But that's what I would do. But yeah, get them up. Because on basically, on most of puppy foods, it all says feed it for a year to two years. Yep. First of all, number one, puppy food is kind of a gimmick. If you stay with the good brands like Nutrisource, Mm-hmm. If you read the puppy, the label for the, their adult recipe, you know, like uh, their chicken recipe and then their large puppy, if you read it, the difference is so slight, it's, it's, there is no different. Oh. But see, people have this thing in their mind that if it doesn't say puppy, they're going to hurt their dog. Okay. Yeah. And it, but nobody thinks anything of going up and taking a bag that says, bag that says cat and kitten on it. Right. Okay. But you, but in the dog world, people just, can't get their hand or head around it. So. Oh, okay. But anyway, so you just go to the re- the regular line and you'll be all fine. Okay. Okay. Thank okay, you so you much. Bet. Have a great day. Thanks. You too. All righty then. Rhinos are in the same family as what? Rhino are in the same families as what? 